an original presentation from America's premier audio theater group, Seeing Ear Theater. November 9th. At noon today, I finally accepted the truth. Lucifer Unchained is hopeless. My satanic rites are derivative and ludicrous. In Chapter 5, the hero sets the magical clock to midnight, and the pendulum suddenly flies free, slashing apart the space-time continuum, and I hate every word. November 14th. When Prendergorst said dawn to dusk, he wasn't kidding. He had me meet him at 6 a.m., all this special effort. My case must really fascinate him. Maybe I'll become a cover story in the Journal of Abnormal Psychology. Or maybe he wants to take me to the upcoming International Psychoanalytic Association Congress in Berlin. Look, the Gerten Doctrine beholds this most curious fish that didn't get away. Prendergast brought coffee and donuts. We feasted. And then he asked to speak Let me with speak with William, William Brown. Brown. Let me speak with William Brown. Oh, it's you again. Uh, sorry, Doc, I gotta run. Uh, I'll let you talk to Jason Gray. Good evening, Dr. Prendergast. Did I tell you how much I enjoyed our last conversation? Beat it, Jason. He wants to talk to me. No, he wants to talk no. to me. He wants to talk to me. I'm his favorite patient. Shut, Shut, Shut up. Shut up. Just because I'm paranoid, that doesn't mean that they aren't out to get me. Gun control is unconstitutional. You tread. You slow. As you so, so shall you. Capitalism is going to be the death of my That's what you're doing. Kill babies. Gunther, are you there? Yes. Yes, I'm here. Welcome back. How long was I away? As I said, dawn to dusk. And then, sir, as a matter of fact, it's uh, Sunday morning. Sunday morning? Are you serious? You must be exhausted. Yes, exhausted. Well, let's get it over with. How many? The, in your case, the sheer quantity of selves may be less relevant. How than... many? Well, it's hard to say. Many of your personalities reported other personalities that I couldn't manage to draw out. Sometimes I learned about a personality who sounded so innocuous I decided not to elicit it. Give me an estimate, Doc. I'm about to burst. If I absolutely had to put a number on it, I'd say about 3,000. 3,000? Give or take a dozen. But that's preposterous. Yes. They kept flipping past one character after another. It was like scanning the Manhattan phone book. What intrigues me is the organizational scheme that's emerging. As you may know, Gunther, the human family is truly a family. Everyone on Earth is everyone else's 30th cousin, if not closer. So it's not surprising that certain personalities are claiming blood kinship to each other and grouping themselves into surname categories... Surname categories? I have families inside of me? The Greens, the Silvers, the Siennas, the Pinks... Be the... honest. This is bad news, isn't it? Not necessarily. Our goal is to fuse all your various selves into a ruling ego. Within a given family, the challenge of assimilation should prove no harder than in a conventional multiple personality case. 
Between families, however, we must contend with feuding, religious intolerance, ethnic chauvinism, and other such schisms. I'm crazy as a bedbug, aren't I? Complex, Gunther. You are very, very complex. November 19th. Voices chatter within me. Hundreds of voices. Thousands of voices. Jesus gets his hands on Carlos Rationale. They're criminals, right? What about victims? People in fallibility, my Pornography in your living My conservatives scream at my liberals. My bigots attack my minorities. My Protestants condemn my Catholics to hell. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. are Jews and there are Catholics. If you ever show your black people in his house again, it's called a creeping socialist. They won't stop until everybody adopts the sodomite lifestyle. Voices, Dr. Prendergorst. I'm hearing voices. Schizophrenics hear voices. How do you feel about these voices? They scare the hell out of me. Good. A true psychotic doesn't fear his voices. He takes them for granted. It never occurs to him that they might indicate madness. You, on the other hand, have the reaction of a sane man. A sane man suffering from the world's worst case of dissociation. Can you make the voices stop? I'll try everything I can think of. E pluribus unum. Out of many, one. November 22nd. I'm losing it, dearest diary. I'm falling apart. When my zealots burn my heretics, I throw the flames against my skin. When my rednecks lynch my African, my windpipe constricts and I fall gasping to the floor. One less jigaboo in the world. When my fascists shoot my communists, I get lesions on my chest. When my bigots beat up my gaze, bruises appear all over my body. Now it's time to play Kick the Queers. November 24th. I'm not just a sleepwalker. I'm a sleep writer, too. This afternoon, I dozed off on the couch and woke up in the dinette, ballpoint pen in hand, the Lucifer Unchained Manuscript scattered across the table. My personalities had doodled all over the pages. I can't identify the various flags, national seals, and infantry uniforms, but the drawings boast a certain flair. My favorite flag shows a rainbow arching between two mountain peaks. I have a hidden talent, dearest diary. November 27th, Saturday. Another dawn to dusk session. This one, at least, truly ended at dusk. You've gone political, Gunther. The families have started forming, well, as you might imagine. I know all about it. Countries, right? Countries, yes. You've got countries. Nobody's that crazy. Countries, and inevitably... Alliances of countries. Alliances? There's a utopian socialist league, a free enterprise pact, and a collection of poor developing nations that view both blocks with grave and understandable suspicion. I don't need a psychiatrist, Dr. Prendergorst. I need a diplomatic corps. I spent most of this afternoon talking with the Secretary of State from Sovereigntia and the Foreign Minister from Proletaria. Gunther, it's my sad duty to inform you that come midnight, a state of war will exist between your two superpowers. War. 
Prendergorst called it exactly right, dearest diary. I am at war. I look in the mirror. I see my ruined flesh. Get out of my body! Half cancer patient, half car crash victim. The main theater is above my shoulders. Bombs detonate and my vision blurs. Leave me alone! Mines explode and my teeth fall from my skull. A patrol gets ambushed and blood pours from my nose. Both sides have started using mustard gas. In my torso, a second front has opened. A fire rages through my ribcage. I quiver with third-degree burns, raw and weeping. Black craters on my torso. My God, Gunther. My God. Pretty horrific, huh? I went to the emergency room five times last week. <coughs> Help me, Doc. I'll do everything I can. Help me. We need to discover why. In your dreams, we need to discover why Brittany is always killed by a sphere. Last night, I assembled some photographs. What? Photographs? I'm going to flash them one by one. Oh, what's the point? It might get us somewhere. Ready? Here's a medieval mace. A sea urchin. Ice ball. I know all about them. She's always killed by a sphere. I know, I know. I'm sorry. Ice ball. Pumpkin. Oh, the spheres murdered her. Beach ball. Hot air balloon. I loved her so much. These others will be less familiar. If one of them causes you particular distress, let me know. You believe me, don't you? I loved her. You can get through this, Gunther. Melon. Soccer ball. Male buttock. Jupiter's moon, Callisto. I wish I were dead. Look at the pictures, Gunther. Jupiter's moon, Callisto. A deep-sea bathosphere. Basketball. Oh, Brittany, Brittany. Look this way, Gunther. Basketball. Grapefruit. The 65 World's Fair Unisphere. Female breast. Wait. That one. The breast? No. The one before. <coughs> Unisphere. It troubles you? Unisphere. Unisphere. The Unisphere from the 1965 New York World's Fair? It upsets you? Hi, Doc. You mean you didn't hear the news? Gunther hates the Unisphere. Jeremy? Jeremy Green? Of course it's Jeremy Green. Don't you recognize me, Doc? You said that Gunther hates... He hates the Unisphere. Absolutely hates it. Why does Gunther hate the Unisphere? Doesn't everybody hate the Unisphere? Eileen? No, Eileen. Everybody doesn't hate the Unisphere. Don't go near the Unisphere. Don't go near the Unisphere. Let me speak with Donald Puse. Donald Puse? Who's that? Director of International Security Policy for Sovereignty's Department of Defense. Give him to me, Eileen. The situation's deteriorating rapidly. Let me speak with Donald Puse. Sorry, Dr. Prendergorsk. I can't possibly talk to you now. We have to talk. To put it bluntly, Mr. President, it may be possible to set up a nuclear chain reaction in a sample of uranium, thereby generating vast amounts of destructive energy. Do you see the implications? You're imagining a weapon of mass destruction, aren't you, Donald? Mr. President, Mr. President, listen to me. To put it bluntly, Mr. Premier, it may be possible to set up a nuclear chain reaction in a sample of uranium, thereby generating vast amounts of destructive energy. 
Do you see the implications? You're imagining a weapon of mass destruction, aren't you, Hyman? Mr. Premier, Mr. Premier, listen to me. And since the proletarians are probably building one, then we have to build one. Donald, that's not true. It's not true. Not true. And since the Sovrentians are probably building one, then we have to build one. Gunther? Gunther? Listen, I've been talking to Donald Puse. Puse? 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 It's exactly as I feared. What is? The political situation. Oh, tell me about it. Well, it would appear... Tell me. It would appear that Sovereignia and Proletaria have both started crash programs to develop thermonuclear weapons. December 13th. I'm in a bad way, dearest diary. I black out constantly. My novel is a lost cause. I awaken to find my computer screen covered with threats and curses. Warmongers, collectivist bastards, masses of deceased, fascists in sheets, clothing, capitalist pigs. We shall dance on your grave, and we shall kiss on your corpse. We shall kiss on your corpse. December 17th. The rumors are true, dearest diary. Dr. Prendergorst has checked and rechecked, talking with dozens of government officials. Savrentia has the bomb. Proletaria has the bomb. Bombs, I should say. Dozens of them. Plus delivery systems. Barring a miracle, says Prendergorst, the next 72 hours will bring nuclear Armageddon. Nuclear Armageddon? When I look at what conventional war did to you, I incline toward a grave prognosis. This is crazy. It's like I'm committing suicide. True. What can we do? I want to delve into your unisphere phobia. I'm about to blow myself up, <coughs> and you want to talk about the 65 World's Fair? Normally, I'd have you free associate over the course of several sessions until the truth emerged, but time is... I'm dying! We must act quickly. For all its crudity, hypnosis is our best card now. So, with your permission... Dying! With your permission, I shall hypnotize you. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Relax, Gunther. Relax. How can I relax? I'm going to start the metronome. Just relax. I'll try, Doc. Listen to the metronome. Relax, Gunther. Listen to the ticking. The ticking. Tick, tick, tick. Help me, Doc. Wake up, Gunther. Now, wake up. Doc, what happened? Did you hypnotize me? Yes, I did. I, I hypnotized you, yes. Learn anything? Yes. What did you learn? A great deal. You're sweating, Doc. Your hands are shaking. It's... It's troubling. Listen, during your trance, I instructed you to recall the whole scene, every detail of your sister's death, the instant I tap on the desk four times with my pipe. Every detail? No, I don't want that. I'm sorry, Gunther. There's no other way. No, please. I have to do it. I'm going to tap on the desk now. I'm sorry. No! 
Your mother sent you and Brittany off to buy milk and bread. The two of you walked home through the park. Yes, I can see us, walking in the woods. There was a moon, wasn't there? A moon, yes. A bright moon. A bright moon. The park's bathed in silver light. What park? You know, Casino Park in Queens. Might it have been Flushing Meadow Park? Flushing Meadow. It's also in Queens, right next to Casino. Flushing Meadow. Instead of Casino. Yes, Flushing Meadow. It was Flushing Meadow Park. What if we meet a mean dog? Hey, that's a good game. Let's pretend there's a mean dog chasing us. Come on, our building's right over there. Wait, Brittany, wait for me. I try to catch up, running as fast as I can. But the path—it's like a maze, isn't it? Yes, like a maze. And the night is so hot. And then, and then you hear screams. Yes, horrible screams. They crack the moon. You keep running, deeper and deeper into Flushing Meadow Park. And suddenly I. I see the Unisphere. They left it there after the '65 World's Fair. Uh huh. Left it to rust and rot. A huge hollow globe, a hundred feet high, flashing blue, white, flashing in the moonlight. Cobweb of steel. Seven slabs, continents, huge steel continents, welded to the shell. Four punts. Four monsters, and I can't do anything. You can't help her. You want to help Brittany, but you can't. The boys are inside the sphere, inside it, balanced on the net of girders. And Brittany, they've dragged her up with them. She's inside the planet too, and her clothes. Her clothes are gone. They spread her out, lashed her to the back of the country. Argentina. And there's a kerchief in her mouth. Bandanas. Bandanas on her wrists and ankles. I'm only eight. I don't. You're only eight. You don't understand. I can't be. You turn away. I turn away. But I can still hear them. I can hear them all. I hear what they're doing to her. You look up. I look up. You can survive this, Gunter. You're a strong man. She rolls and twists on the torture rack. The torture rack that is the world. Then you see something you do understand. You see knives, steel knives, glinting in the moon. Each punk has one. The knives move. They move. There's blood. Quarts of blood, staining the steel. Staining Argentina. I can't look at her. I can't look at her face or her skin. All I can see is the metal, the blood on the metal. Blood on Chile. Blood on Bolivia. I'm only eight. You bolt away. Can I run out of the park down Roosevelt Avenue? Brittany. 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 No. 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 You're a courageous man, Gunter. The moon, the blood—you faced it all. I was only eight. There was nothing you could do. Nothing. Your psyche broke, shattered. 
You're very brave. <laughs> so where do I? Where does this get us? Anywhere? Nowhere? Somewhere? Yes, somewhere. We can now specify with total accuracy the root of your dissociation. <sighs> the root. The root. Three weeks ago. I explained how a multiple usually suffers from repressed hatred. Normally, the object of that hatred is a family member. In your case, the focus is elsewhere. I believe your dissociation is focused on. You know what I'm about to say. The unisphere. Your psychoneurosis. Is focused on the unisphere in Flushing Meadow Park, and everything it stands for. December nineteenth. So you see, dearest diary, I hate the world. There is no hope. Sovereignia and proletaria both have the bomb, and I hate myself, the world. The personalities all know it. Tomorrow, despite Prendergast's sincere efforts to cure me, I shall hold a nuclear revolver to my head and pull the trigger. Time is running out, Mr. President. If we don't strike first, they will. The doctrine of anticipatory retaliation. Now that we know the enemy is about to destroy us in self-defense, we must destroy him in self-defense. December 20th, or is it the 23rd, or is it November, or is it noon? You will never get rid of us, Mr. Black. Oh, inevitable. You are not. You will never get rid of us. You'll never get rid of us. You are not inevitable. Not inevitable. Six, 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 January first, and so I am born, dearest diary. I, Gabriel White, have come to stay. Now that the hole in my head is healing, I can get down to business. I wish the doctors would release me. My wound troubles them less than their fear that I might still be a psychoneurotic. I am not. Gunter Black is dead. Oh, to have seen Prendergast's expression when the bombs went off. Alas, by the time I'd taken charge, the shockwave had fissured Gunther Black's skull, and Prendergast was huddled in the corner, face buried in his hands. <laughs> Mine was such a spectacular advent. The blast blew a piece of Gunther's brow away. It shot across the office like a pebble from a slingshot. Some brains dribbled out. Nothing crucial, the doctors tell me. Just the French lessons, I believe. <laughs> I feel great, just great. The explosion has welded my fractured self whole. I'm totally in command. 
Jeremy Green, Thomas Orange, Angela Lavender, Jack Silver, all six billion of them know me, fear me. Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> I must get to work. My people need direction and discipline and occasionally a bit of torment. I shall start with Bernie Gold and his family. Are you there, Bernie? This is Gabriel White. I am the Lord thy God, who brought you out of the house of bondage. First of all, you will have no other gods except me. Are you getting this, Bernie? Do you hear me? Yes? Good. Second, you won't make for yourself any carved images or any likeness of anything in heaven or on earth, for I, Gabriel White, am a jealous God. Third, you will not utter the name.